everybody. Welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. Fuck Skype. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our, our fourth today, uh, he, he is a YouTuber known as, what, Team Galaxy Brain? Yeah, Team Galaxy Brain is the channel name, but I go by many names. Uh, Team Galaxy Brain... Uh, premium Chad, uh, Ty, you can call me basically whatever you want, but I'm very glad to be here. I'm very glad to be here. Yeah, because uh, the, the reason we invited you on was you put up a video uh, explaining mm. why over-triggers are dumb. Yes. Uh, I <laughs> truly believe that they might be – now, it's it's not quite up there with gifts, but it might be one of the worst Vanguard mechanics ever created in terms of practicality because in concept I think they're great uh, but in practicality they are just horrible they're, they're just horrendous yeah I when, when talking with lots of uh, 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 like friends in my like in some of my discord servers they're like overdress is like really really well put together and then there are over triggers it's it's <laughs> taking a 10 out of 10 card game down to like an 8 out of 10 yeah it, it's, it's really that bad <laughs> It's that one friend in the group of friends that shows up. You're like, motherfucker. <laughs> we were going to have a nice night until you showed up. Who told him? <laughs> so whenever uh, I've been talking with friends of mine who are uh, pro over trigger, my response is to show them your video, which, again, it'll be down in the the description if you want to go check yeah. that out. Uh, lots of uh, nice memes and uh visuals to go along with the points he's making which is uh over triggers are dumb which if you've listened to this show for more than eight seconds we do in fact agree with that yeah uh can i just say that video took me i want to say like 20 hours to edit and it's not even 10 minutes long and that is not my most viewed video my crappy re-zero among us voice acting one is so i swear to god if you do not click the link in the description and watch that video and make the vanguard video my most viewed video I'm probably I'm, I I can't really do anything to you because I don't know where you live, but like uh, I, I can be very upset at you from a distance, like a very far distance. He, he I'm just going to be very sad if you don't click on the video. Yeah, I'll be very I'll be very upset because I swear my my Among Us video is reaching 10k views and I don't want it. I I don't want this. I I <laughs> I, I, I am ashamed of that video. Why does it exist? If it makes you feel any better, there is a music video out there where I play a chronic masturbator that has over 2 million views. <laughs> it's out there. Have we heard this story before, Atlas? You have. He hasn't. Uh, but yes, um, the the general consensus of overtriggers now, I feel like now that we've gotten a few – like we've seen premium. We just got B BSF uh, for premium this last weekend. Uh, congratulations to the winners. Um, but we've we've seen that over triggers, even in premium, when we thought they weren't going to cause much of an impact, can still cause an impact. Um, and it, it, the question is, well, do we now have to bring up this discussion again? Because I think that after I posted my video, Vanguardians exploded, over trigger discussions have started up again, and it's like we all kind of unanimously agreed that uh, over triggers were bad, except for like maybe two or three people who think they're good. Uh, now, again, if you like over triggers, I must preface this: if you like over triggers, that is a that is a different discussion, and I will not say you're not allowed to like things, but you got to acknowledge that the mechanic itself is incredibly inherently flawed. 
Um, and it doesn't work. It, it, it says something when even like a game like Gate Ruler has a one of uh, ace card mechanic that's more balanced than over triggers. What's the yeah, or even like uh, even back when Pokemon had ace specs, it was like less of a yeah BS thing. It was just kind of yeah. like yeah, yeah, that card's really strong. Yeah. <laughs> No, because the thing with that was you could choose when you activate that. The thing I don't mm -hmm. like about overtriggers the most is the fact that you cannot choose when you activate an overtrigger. If you draw an overtrigger, you do not get to resolve its effect. Uh, the only way that you get the power of an overtrigger is if you check it in a damage check or a drive check. Right. Mm -hmm. I was having a conversation uh, pretty early on with, uh, I guess, or maybe like several weeks ago with uh, Demok in Proof, in Proof Chord mm -hmm. about kind of like how, like, he. He was trying to equate uh, over uh, the over trigger to something like Effect Veiler when it first came out in Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh. And oh, I was like, well, oh. well, the difference, and, and I and I kind of brought up what you were saying is the difference is like you kind of know when your opponent's looking to Veiler you. Yeah. Like it's not like this random thing that's like sometimes like, you know, like your opponent no decision process of their own just Veilers you randomly. Like that's that's not yeah. that's not how it happens. It's like they're looking for something to Veiler, right? It's 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 actually I took that uh that fact into account when I was designing one of my two solutions for the over trigger. Actually, there are three solutions. I lied to you just now. Uh, <laughs> one of my three solutions for the over trigger. Uh, but first, I want to discuss the one that you guys brought up because that is the reason I am here. Uh, is to discuss the one that you guys were thinking of. And at first, I was like, no, that wouldn't make a difference. But after thinking about it, I actually I, I can I can see it, and I've been weighing the pros and cons of it. So. Let's hear it for the audience, because I already know what it is. What is your suggestion for changing the overtrigger? Okay, well, first, Rootbeer, you were the one who told me. I don't know if you came up with it or if you heard it from somewhere else. <clears throat> I think I've heard variations of the idea. I remember Proof first posting that if they were 30,000 power, but then I think I kept it around 50,000 as just symmetry with the shield value. Yeah, so so instead of getting 100 million power when driver damage checking it, uh, it, it gives 50,000 power for the turn, keeps the shield value, keeps the, like, additional effect on the drive check and the, yep. you know, pseudo heal mm -hmm. on the damage check. Uh, so we're wondering if uh, Boucherode was to, I don't know, let's say they, like, reprint in, like, a few sets down the road the same yeah. over-triggers and then just ban the old ones, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. Um, so I gave, I, at first I thought, no, there's no way this will make, to get, make a difference. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, but then I was like, okay, let's think about it for five seconds because that's, that's what we do here. We, we, we sit down, we take ideas that we think are stupid and turns out they're not actually stupid like this one. So the pros of this are as follows, uh, pros, obviously the attacks actually become guardable. Sure. You have to throw down possibly four or more cards from your hand, mm -hmm. but at least you're able to actually guard the attacks. Um, you can still PG them, just like original overtriggers, uh, and you can use your own overtrigger in your hand to essentially cancel out the power buff, which in that way, it makes it a lot more interesting to have the overtrigger in hand. Because right now, if the overtrigger is in your hand and your opponent checks an overtrigger, you kind of just look at it like, wow, you're just useless. I, I can't believe that you have 50,000 shield value and you aren't just a one-card perfect guard. Um, but... Um, the cons are obviously still, it's a very, very high number, uh, and the extra effects. This doesn't, ad uh, um, address the extra effect issue where, like, the Dragon Empire one is okay, the Stoica one is the worst one, but still very good, the Brant one is funny, um, the Keter one is busted beyond any comprehension of the word, 
the Dark States one is also, if you check it early enough, busted beyond any comprehension of the word. Well, the, um, the Tater one is, like, the least good the earlier you check it. Because, yeah. like, if you check it turn one, you're like, oh, cool, great. Oh, great. But, <laughs> but the, the percentage chance of checking the overtrigger is kind of weighted toward when you're already on grade three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it's always good for Keter if you're on grade three. Yeah. The chances of it also are like really low in the early game, but like the later you get in the game, the more cards you're drawing, the more you're thinning your deck, the more you're ch- the chance the chance of you- the higher the chance of you getting the overtrigger actually becomes. You're also uh, just checking and- more drive checks. You're also just yeah. getting more drive checks. <laughs> uh, and the fact that the the Keter Sanctuary deck uh, one is in the the clan that includes Bastion. It's like, in God's name, you are now adding six cards to your hand instead of two. Um, but in terms of, is that is that good? Of course it's good. <laughs> what? If a judge came to your table and said, would you like to draw six cards, sir? I'm saying yes. I don't care if it's cheating. I'm saying yes. I'm taking the six cards. Judge said I could do it. Um... But no, like the it does, however, make the over triggers in hand easier to interact with. Uh, oh, sorry, m- uh, more likely to interact with the over trigger, not easier. So in that way, I feel like we still have the core issues, but they're sort of, I want to say, softened uh, in that regard. But well, because because yeah, no. the number goes from fuck you to big, yes, yeah. which is a decrease. From, it goes from PG or die to hey you got an over trigger in hand there buddy like it's still a game huh. swinger um, or or it, is it uh, or is uh, you know Gabe would say PG or GG oh that's yeah. good I'm gonna st- I'm stealing that that's my take, take that's, it that's take my it, meme yeah. now that's my meme now uh, it, we live on the internet it's my meme <laughs> now it's mine I'm not giving credit uh, <laughs> helpful thanks. <laughs> Um, no, but I feel I feel like that is one of the potential changes. I've also heard people say that they want to change it to a 10k power buff. Um, considering how powerful the effects are and that they are essentially your fifth heal trigger that also draw you a card, I am not totally opposed to this. Um, like the te- so let's let's imagine it was 10k for just like one second here. Let's take the the three situations. The three big situations when you check the over trigger are offensively when you're about to win defensively when you're about to lose and offensively when you're in the early game defensively when you're about to lose it's still a heal trigger it still draws you a card and because we don't have excel circles in this format thank fuck um we don't have to worry about multiple attacks possibly treading all over our faces uh we don't have to worry about gurgit doing 11 attacks on grade three we don't have to worry about narukami whipping out choos we got three attacks at at least and a defensive heal trigger that also draws you a card would still put you in a good situation. Uh, offensively, early game, it's just a, it's it's just a draw it's just a draw it's just a draw card. Like it it is just a useless trigger that draws you a card, which in that way puts it on the same level as maybe a crit trigger in the early game when you're like, oh cool, I gotta get got a crit early, or a front trigger in the early game. Where you're like, oh crap, this is useless, uh, but you still get the additional effect. So Drag Veda still lets you stand your Vanguard. Stoic can still let you draw another card and give a critical. Like, the additional effects are still good early game. So the lack of three quadrillion power doesn't matter. And then offensively in the late game, the same applies. The later into the game you go, the Keter one gets better. The Dragon Empire one gets better. The Stoic one might get better because you have more damage than your opponent. So all of these things are still powerful, but they're not PG or GG, as you would say. Yeah. Um, 
the the stoic the stoicaea one would get better also because in addition to removing itself from the game and being a pseudo heal it also lets you heal so the back end of that gets better while also yes. not completely shutting down the opponent's turn yeah yeah like it's it's if if it, it keeps the additional effects and it uh it work and it on on offensive obviously because defensive that would mean that Stoica would be the only good oh, actually no dark states would also be good Stoica <laughs> be the only good defensive over triggers, um but yeah I feel like making the power gain to ten thousand is something that would not only make it a lot more manageable but also you would still I people are like now they don't have as much impact have you read the Keter one mm-hmm. have you read the Keter one again draw six. Like, draw six cards, have a critical every turn. Yeah, even freestanding your vanguard is usually something that your deck is, like, designed around. That's still drawing extra cards. Well, well, (laughs) there's that, and then it's also, in this early stage of the game, like, it's it's a fourth attack, and, like, a fourth attack means something right now. Like, that means that your opponent has to throw more cards out of hand. Like, it doesn't do as much drive checks as the Keter one, but it gives you an additional attack, which, in my opinion, is just as valuable because it takes cards out of the opponent's hand. Yes. Um, The Dark State... Like, now, by doing that, you have, uh, like, weighted over-triggers based on which nation they are and yeah. uh, whether they're in the front better in the front or the back nine by if you're using golf terms uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have never heard golf terms in vanguard before i can cross that one off the bucket list i was on the golf team in high school and i fully acknowledge that it's not a sport <laughs> so, it, it certainly exists it is a stupid wasteful game that uh the you know land used for golf courses should be used for apartments or just <laughs> wildlife. <laughs> Fuck golf courses. Moving on! Uh, yeah, so um, so having it as a 10k trigger just with the over effects. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like with what uh, Bouchard was trying to do with the concept of overdress isn't really uh, fulfilled there though because I think yeah. they're trying to show like this is a big deal and <laughs> yeah fair and like whether or not it's good from a gameplay perspective when has Boucherot ever done that uh, <laughs> on purpose, I, that's, a, anyway. that's a fair argument but at the same time though this is a new design team a lot yes. of the complaints yeah. so a lot of the like oh Bushy won't ban anything for premium because it's Bushy or oh Bushy won't solve the game because it's Bushy or oh Bushy won't stop Printing, giving mega colony units boobs because it's bushy and stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> uh, first of all, someone actually complained about that. I'm like, who cares? It's mega colony. The deck's never been good. One of these uh, things is not like the other. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to think of a third one, and I'm yeah. like, wait, shit. I started a third one, and I didn't have one. Uh, uh, insect boobs. There, we got it, boys. We got there. <laughs> um, but. Uh, no, like, the people say, oh, if Bushy won't do this. This is a new design team. We have to remember this going into these kind of discussions. Um, duh. Now, the question is, do these designers care more about a balanced game experience over spectacle? Because that's what kind of ruined V. Uh, from the start, actually, I feel like V has never really been good, in my opinion. That's quite a hot take, I know. Um, but, like, even at the start, it was spectacle over design. It was, does it look cool Versus instead of does it function in a in a balanced game environment? 
Uh, and you can see this as early as even Phantom Blaster Dragon from Shadow Paladin. That deck was kind of like, yeah, it was balanced, but dealing a damage is, oh, that's a that's a broken g gimmick that I don't think would ever get broken if we ever printed it on a card later in the future ever. Looks at Gostiel. Um, but balance over uh, over game, play game design is something that Bushy Yard used to do. And this new team hasn't really proven yet which one they lean towards. I think we'll know I think we'll know where their priorities lie once we see that premium ban list that we know is coming. Uh, it's coming. You don't we don't need to ask them. It is coming, but that's when we will get to see when what Bushy Road's priorities really are. Do they care more about game balance or do they care more about this is a cool thing that you can do and it's really spectacle. It looks amazing and it's really cool to pull off. I think they want well, like we've said this before, but I think they wanted to wait for hard data from their data sets <laughs> via Springfest. I think before they started making decisions, right. which they can now do. So they, they I actually now, just don't think it's enough. Even there is no excuse for no ban list now. Like Bushy, you now have your data. Where's the ban list? Uh, but that I don't think it'll be it'll ever. I don't think it'll be enough cards. Like them, yeah. like already like reprinting stands is like. Yeah kind of bad but we'll we'll see but that 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 was a tangent to go on to the idea that we don't know what this new design team's priorities are so the with saying oh busheron won't change it because they won't care about game balances yeah i completely understand where you're coming from but i'm willing to give them a little more slack because it's a new team entirely i don't think they should necessarily I guess pay for the crimes of the last design team, which, by the way, if you know your history about that last design team, Jesus Christ, why'd they ever get hired? Uh, wait, wait, wait. What happened with them? Okay, so do you know the game Duel Masters? Yes. Okay, they are responsible for making one of the most game-warping mechanics in Duel Masters a second extra deck that you draw cards from randomly. So just a second deck, then? Uh, not necessarily because you don't put these in your hand; you put them directly into play. Oh, I, I've 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 heard of this, or I've heard of what they did before. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, mostly like through like other people, and it was not a. <laughs> they 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 screwed over Duel Masters, which thankfully I can say Duel Masters is looking in a pretty good state now that someone else has come in and fixed their garbage. Um, but that why did they get? thrown onto vanguard we knew that would happen why did you do that bushy um but no this new design team they might hear our complaints about over triggers and they might go okay so they want them changed we thought it was a cool idea the players clearly don't think the same way you, we do maybe we should fix them yeah and it's an easy fix too like you <clears throat> said just yeah. six cards done we're done that's yep. it. Yeah. Six new cards, you know, change the power. Maybe even just an errata. Because I don't think new players will necessarily give to... Because, like, okay, let's say that um, the new... Because I know that they said they were going to do more print runs of the start decks and the booster sets. They could have later print runs have the fully errata version. Um, because if a new player is going to get into the game after the errata, they're going to go purchase a pack of cards from their local game store that probably just came out, right? Uh, a, a new player will always look towards what's the newest cards and what can I use to power up my deck? Um, and they'll purchase those packs. They'll see the overtriggers go, oh, these give 10,000 power. Neat. And then when they see that one gives 100 million power, they have – there is no excuse for not knowing these things. You have Facebook. You have Discord. You have Google. You have all sorts of places you can go to to look up and or even ask a question like, hey, hey, this card says this. This card says this, which is the real version. Yeah. 
And? Um, so they the, clearly it's a change that Bushiro doesn't even need to ban the old triggers to do. Yeah. They could put it on the new ones. Hell, if you squint, you can probably be like, that looks like 10. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. just in the top corner. You're like, yeah. All right. I mean, we've already we've already had to do erratas with the whole grade one in dark states having <laughs> having the persona ride yeah. icon. <laughs> what a sick card. That card's busted. Bro, <laughs> grade one gaming too strong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. There the there is turn of grade one rush. Um, dude, that's actually something in this format that I'm really happy to see come back. Like grade one rush is actually good in this format, but I digress. Um, I really feel like they could just change the number of power or, or this is going to be a, this, this is one that I have actually not told anyone I want to make a video on it, but screw it. Here we go. This is, this is going to get me crucified on some, in some capacity. What if we made the over trigger something that you could activate at any time? Like we, we alluded to this at the beginning of the episode. You did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Matt what what if this is something that you could do, and I and I like it's in a zone separate from your main deck. Instead of performing a check, you move your over trigger into your trigger zone. Okay. Uh, All right. So think of it this way: my opponent checks an aggressive over trigger, decides to go. You know what? I want to win this turn. Aggressive over trigger. Let's go. And they're thinking the only way that they get out of this is if they waste their over trigger. But wait. You have a PG in your hand. You sly dog, you. So what you do is you survive their turn, punish them for getting so aggressive, and then beat them with your own overtrigger next turn that they can't defend because they blew their load on their own overtrigger. Or if you wanted to, you can play it defensively. Wait until they drop theirs, then drop yours. Or you could just go balls to the walls from the beginning. Uh, the only issue with this, however, is the Dark State's overtrigger. Mm -hmm. That is the only issue with this new <clears throat> philosophy is that Dark States will now have access to 10k power and a crit every single game. Yes, yeah. but... They'd, I think they'd have to do some... They would have to have some sort of balancing factor the way, like, Ultimate Stride worked. Yeah. I, wait, I was gonna say, doesn't Barrow Magnus just have that? Barrow Magnus does have a crit, but actually, that's the reason why people are playing our, uh, are, have been playing the Cradle Metal one in Barrow Magnus as of recently, because uh, Barrow Magnus already gives himself a crit every turn. Uh, but three crit versus two crit is still incredibly powerful. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is something they obviously can't implement now. Maybe they could if they were crackheaded. Like, if Bushiroad goes and finds that cocaine that I know they have stored in their office, because why else would they make a lot of the cards in V or any of the cards in Premium Collection? Uh, and if they sniffed that stuff and they went, wait, what if we made it so that overtriggers can be used in anything at any time and they implemented it, they would obviously have to do some balance changes with how some of the cards work. They would probably have to do it like a blitz order, right? Where yeah. it's just used yeah. during that guard step to, you know, get the effect oh. off. More, more so, like I'm thinking maybe they would have to errata the additional effects to only work on maybe grade if both players are at grade three or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that, then we bring back grade two gaming. Oh, yeah. I've made G era. Yeah. I I never liked grade two gaming as a thing. You um, monster! How dare you? What? That was the most fun part of G for me. So what if they made it so that like if you use your over trigger, you, like both players have to be at grade three, and you couldn't ride the next turn. So like... yeah. Oh, turn off persona ride for it. Aha! Yes. Mm -hmm. This is something that if if they like sat down and they like. I don't know, 
went crazy enough, they could possibly pull it off. But again, that one's a lot less reasonable than just making them 10K. <laughs> like, yeah, I, uh, I feel like I, even just yeah, like... Sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Sorry, like even just going from not 100 million to... Yes. Like 100 million sounds like something a four-year-old made up while they were playing outside. They're like, I got a hundred million power, and you're like, um, well, I have infinity power. Yeah, plus one. Yeah, exactly. That's basically what it feels like. I'm but, waiting for it. Buddy fight got it. Why can't we have it? I'm waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> or or, or do it like uh, Yu-Gi-Oh did with with like the 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 the, <laughs> the what's it called the the uh, legendary knight thing. Oh yeah yeah yeah. From, I have a power greater than infinity. Yeah. <laughs> now. One thing that I think pisses me off the most about Overtrigger, and this is going to be really stupid, so I just want to preface that with that. Oh, let's go. I love stupid all things. Right, let's right. go. So you know when you're playing Bastion, right? And your opponent, <laughs> like, calls some stuff great. at two and tries and is about to give you that second damage. Yeah. And you're like, you know, and you're, you're, the, you're like the little, like, uh, cartoon guy, like, yeah. And yeah. then you take the Overtrigger's damage and you're just like. Sir? Have you I, ever I, played Orphist? I hate it. Uh, well, no, I would never do that to myself. Well, oh, hey, that's the best deck. How dare you? <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. Sir, sir, I regret coming here. You have <laughs> forsaken. You have blasphemed in my church. You're in uh, our church. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, no, but, like, so that's another thing. Like, I've been playing Orph because Orphus is the best deck because he looks like Chaos Breaker, so he's immediately the best deck, right? Um, and, I, and I've and i been playing, yeah, but the best deck, let's go. I've been playing Orphus a lot because, you know, I like the aesthetics. And I'll be like, yes, yes, he's giving me the second damage. It's happening. Yes, I'm going to go off. I'm going to pop off next turn. 30k columns. Over trigger for damage. I'm just, I'm done. I hate this game. Throw, throw the deck across the room. I hate this, I hate right. this game so much. It, it, it's the same is, feeling as, uh, like, back in Limit Break days, the healing yourself from four to three. You're like, fuck. Oh, I, I loved break riding Tetra Drive, attacking with Tetra Drive, checking that heal to heal the three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tetra the Drive best. is the best card. And for some reason, that card says at the end of battle. Who knows? Uh, that was it in zero, actually, of, some of my fondest memories. This is a random story, but some of my fondest memories like when I first started playing Vanguard was like near the end of G era, and I was getting my friend, uh, my friend Dean, into it. Shout outs to you, Dean, if you're watching. I love you. You're great. Um, but his first deck was Blouse <laughs> in late G era, and every time he had full combo with the limit break on and everything, heel trigger. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And because he was playing Blouse, he was always <laughs> losing, so it always went, it always went off. It was the saddest thing ever. I I I had never felt more sad. He immediately got rid of that deck and bought Gize. Understandable. <laughs> yeah. I kid you not. His first competitive deck was like full power Angel Gize because he was sick of losing with Blouse. Jeez. Matt, uh, Matt yeah. knows the pain of getting the most run card never and getting the least run card always. I mean, oh, that's yeah. why you play just, play, just play one of of your best playmakers. You'll always draw them, smile. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we call that Barber's Law around these parts. This is yeah, last great. Yeah, great. Um, yeah. Never, never seen them Never seen them. But yeah, like, all you, basically, all you need to do is take the overtrigger, make it not 100 million power, boom, card solved. Well, not solved, but, you know, Better. manageable. 
yeah, manageable. I, like clean, I will always like the clean solution of just saying uh, you can no longer play these. I, I would mm-hmm. always – I would like for them to just go. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I, I like to just die, please. Um, I don't like my opponent drawing six cards because they're playing the best deck. Um, that that seems pretty cringe. No, well, okay. Sorry, best deck according to the crazy people in the pro circuit, right? Oh, I... But me, a normal person, I know the best deck is actually Orphist, right? <laughs> I, I know what the actual best deck is. Fair enough, fair enough. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, um, so I, I feel like this would be a good transition into the other topic we have for the episode, which is, uh, let's say you get rid of that over-trigger as, with the, quote, clean solution. Okay. Um, and then we just go back to triggers like normal. Yep. I feel like Bushiroad is a bit hesitant to put uh, like effects on triggers that mean a lot after the insert every broken stand trigger from G era here. Curse <laughs> Raven, Taro, Cat uh, of Nightmare All ones that need to be banned in the upcoming. <laughs> yeah. They all literally just needed a hard once per turn. That's all you had to do, Bushy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's just it. I feel like every TCG eventually gets there. Like, Yu Gi Oh's already reached there. They're like, we just put hard ones per turn on stuff. Yeah. You know that Zodiac Chalkanine doesn't have a hard ones per turn on it? I did not know that. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? No. That's a, that's a, that's a scary guess concept. That it, yes, that is crazy. No, I did not know that. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, they, they revealed in the next set uh, that every nation is getting a front trigger with the effect that. Uh, what is it like? It gets 5k it gets, shield. Yeah, it gets like 5k shield if you're a grade 3, I believe. And then they also grant 20,000 power. Wait, but, what? Holy shit, I didn't even see that. Wait, they give 20,000? Yeah. Okay, I, I'm pretty I, sure they do. I need I need this man to come with me in my daily life and just react to shit that happens to me. He <laughs> wait has a minute, wait a minute. the Hold best. On. The... Well, I have to find this now. I I'm... know, right? I didn't yeah, see the I was like oh. looking at it, I'm like, wait, the power number looks a little weird. Is that a two? It, there's no, no it's way. A ten. No, it's a ten. It's a okay. ten thousand. No, please okay. tell me. Wait, wait, hold on, I'm still confirming. Wait. Oh, yeah, it was ten thousand. Sorry, I just read. It's, it's, you it's, lied it's, it's, to me. No, uh, I was so hyped. All right, all right. I was so hyped. So, so because oh, but they are only four thousand power like printed. On the card. Oh, okay, but that's like oh, not oh, who cares? So, <laughs> so that so, matters. That matters actually. Well, the, Does that, it? that was a thing like from the beginning, right? Like even the earliest effect triggers were like put in soul. Do something three K. We're like four K power. It's not new for them to do that. Like calling a trigger as a booster doesn't like push you up at all. Is kind of what I'm, is, with this card. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Well, that's you never a, call these as a booster. That's especially bad in something like well, you uh, never you never voluntarily call these as boosters. Zorga players know what I'm talking about. Yeah, or oh, uh, or Bastion, Magnolia Bastion too. too. Yeah, uh, Magnolia too. Does anyone call anything but a trigger off the grade one? Um, nope. That's all I've seen my friend call. Yeah. Yeah, it's just every single time. Like, oh, heal trigger. I'll put that in. The, put that it's, over here. It's just, it's just search your deck for a random trigger and call it. That's what the card says. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Magnolia. The, the Magnolia ride line is like when you ride right on top of it. Call the top card. Literally always a heal trigger. I'm like, if I see that fucking deer one more time. <laughs> oh, against me, you called the zebra. The zebra. Wait. Uh, it's like the great two. Deer oh. One more time. Oh, that's a tiger. That's a the... whatever what, zebra tiger whatever it is. <laughs> okay, so may, maybe not you, but like every other game that I played against uh, Edwin and Omar, um, 
friends of ours from college. It's just been like, heel trigger, crit trigger, heel trigger, freaking jackalope, and again. Like, just, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, if you're not calling thing. a trigger off of all of your random call skills, you're just playing the game wrong, clearly. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm half... Considering running that goddamn ferret, which uh, I said in our, in our uh, card roundup, looks like Murr from Impractical Jokers. So if anyone I, is into that, I show. kid you not. When I when I was playing Messiah, people kept saying, "Yo, play Mega. It's so good. It it calls a freak. It calls a card from top three to lock. It also has big power." I cut that thing immediately because I always looked at that top three, found three triggers. I'm just like, "Fuck this game. Nope, I'm done. You're out of the deck. Out of the yeah. deck with you, man." Gold Paladin must have been Steve, real hard for you. Every time. Like, every time you play Steve, you'll, like, draw a trigger and then soul charge a card you wanted to keep. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing, too. <clears throat> Electro Spartan, two triggers every time. Uh, <laughs> the, the rest of the show is just going to be us complaining about, like, Well, yeah, yeah, charges. but Electro Spartan also says draw a card if you draw a gun, gun run, right? Yeah. Okay. It, it does. I do like Electro Spartan's own right of But, yes, the front triggers, they do have 4K power. I'm more interested in the skill. So... Hot take, they should have given this to all the crit triggers and then made the front triggers give plus 10k shield. Mm. If only because if you look at that, like I know people are like, oh, that would make games so slow. Sir, again, have you read Alden? He's huge. He is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's ginormous. He's absolutely swole every single time you use him. True. <laughs> We need more ways to guard against things like Alden, sometimes Zorga columns. Like, Zorga's getting some pretty hot stuff this set. Oh, uh, that's yeah. that zombie shark. I was like, yes, please. Oh, that card is so uh, good. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to vomit. Um, but, like, the, we got to deal with, like, the fact that they can hit. They can. Their persona ride turns are insane. Um, Orphists. Oh, my. Oh, oh, my God. The oh. support for Orphist is best deck noises intensify yeah holy crap yeah you guys got some uh, good stuff so far like yeah. it even looks like a small thing right end of battle kill a token kill a thing on the other side I'm like you guys get tokens basically for free so yeah. uh that's and the good. fact that the grade one just says oh i casually make a 40k column and then draw a card yeah that's cool right yeah. fine like i feel like our shield numbers need like here's the thing though that would have bad premium implications because that just makes that just power creeps the v triggers right um, which are already insane because those power creep the G triggers, and then we go into this endless cycle of power creep. So my question is for Bushy, what are you going to do about the fact that you guys keep raising the offensive power creep, but it really seems like our defensive power creep, considering you drop grade one shield values to 5K, mm -hmm. I'm getting a little scared here, Bushy. Like, I'm yeah. I'm really, I'm starting, I'm, I'm getting a little uh, little bit of Vietnam yeah. flashbacks from V over here. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I was something we were very concerned about at the beginning of, overdress was yeah you know power values have stayed high but they've reduced shield values across the board which and, to be fair with the lack of excel circles i'm kind of understand it's fine it's cool yeah. we good. The, there's that and then like uh the persona ride turns like you only get three of those if at all yeah um, so that combined with uh, now a single card means more in hand whereas before you would have these hands of like 10 cards and then it, it just wouldn't mean anything right yeah but now i i think like at least in standard they're keeping in the beginning anyway like power yeah. columns either if it's big it's either temporary or it takes a lot of resources to get alden you get a counter blast two soul blast one 
Well, and... not for the power gain, though. That's just to draw cards. <laughs> yeah, but that's still, like, a, like a card that you're... That's still, like, effects that you're getting for cards. Yeah. And that mm -hmm. means something defensively. They're, like, very restrained on how much power and how uh, resources are given. Like, your countercharge soul charge is an unhit, which... I was thinking about this today. We're like, oh, we're back in the era of on-hit effects. What a pain in the ass. And the more I think about it, I think if they're very, like, deliberate with how they move forward with their support, uh, on-hit effects can produce a very competitive and strategic meta if you keep it in that kind of bubble. Because by the end of V, you just had stuff where it was like, on attack, I get to do, like, six things and kick you in the nuts, and that's just the way it is. I, um, I think the problem with V, and the, and I'm going to use kind of uh, G as kind of a springboard here. G era for a bit was actually kind of lame. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think G era really, really kind of figured itself out until after we had G Guardians, like around GBTO8. Yeah. Um, and... The big thing that was lacking in V is that this just had no defensive mechanic at any point. Like, G-Guardians were kind of the glue that held G together. Yeah. Like, they kind there's of a, there's, not... also, there's also the fact that G gave a lot of draw power to basically every deck, and that meant that you were going to draw into your PGs and high shield value triggers, like, every time you started your turn. Um, which... I feel like that's a solution that they could do for Overdress, but not now. Like, I don't want to give them G-era draw power now. Yeah. No, 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 no. They're doing great yeah. so far. They're doing, yeah, like... so far, I, I must... I must. I, I sound like I'm bashing on it. I, I have to say, I love this format. This format is great. I just got back from Locals uh, about an hour ago and had a fantastic time with a few guys. They were playing in the Digimon Locals, so I thought I'd stop by, see him play Di uh, Vanguard for a little bit because I was getting an interview from another player for a surprise video I'm working on, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> but I, I love this format. It's great. I just, I'm really, really worried about the direction they're going to take the card design. Because, again, one set isn't enough for me to fully trust this new design team. Okay. Sure. Mm -hmm. I understand that. I don't know. What what we're seeing so far in set two, I'm pretty confident. But uh... I'm pretty confident. Yeah, I like it. I just... Uh... Yeah. But the, the front triggers themselves, this does add an interesting dynamic. So... Back in G, the reason why we got the broken stand triggers was because stands were fucking garbage, right? Mm -hmm. um, nobody played stands. They were awful. You were better off just playing crits. You were better off just playing draws. You were better off playing heals because they are the objectively best trigger. Um, and so in order to make stands good, what they did was say, fine, I'll break them, Bushy Rhodes said as they went to their crack labs and developed Taro and Raven. Um, and that seems like they're doing that now with fronts, but – on a less crackhead scale, if that makes sense. Well, because it's the same effect for every nation. Everyone gets yep. one, right? That's mm -hmm. it yep. so far. I wish they and, got two because I'm a guy know. that likes my aesthetic and my trigger art. Like, if I want, I want to play my, I want to play space police girls in my police girl deck and put best deck in best deck deck, right? That's that's there's a difference there. Rupee, what were you gonna say? I was gonna. And also, like, the utility they offer is mostly defensive to ba mm -hmm. because, you know, front triggers are kind of weird offensively. He because, you know, crit triggers obviously just do more damage and game faster. Fronts, it kind of depends on, like, what your board looks like. Sometimes the 10k can matter, but sometimes, let's say, your opponent has been guarding really aggressively and they're at, like, 2 damage. A front trigger probably doesn't matter if they can just mm -hmm. ignore it. 
and mm-hmm. take the hit. So adding a bit of defensive utility to them is yeah a nice look. I will say I kind of miss like this. This is something that like. This is a debate, actually, I want to bring up at some point, but not here because, you know, it's a completely separate topic. But I miss the days when your trigger lineup was essentially your spell cards like in Yu-Gi-Oh. They had a variety of good effects, um, and you had to pick and choose them for your actual, like, trigger lineup. But now we have actual spell cards in the form of orders. So I'm wondering, like, what orders with effects would look like in Overdress. Like, I really like the Shove and Soul draw card because you're getting rid of huge, huge shield values to get some resources and maybe draw a potentially better card. Um, I think triggers with effects would be interesting to overdress to see, like in, not just the front triggers, like just any kind of triggers in general, because now you're looking at a completely different way to play the game. It's, oh, I have 15K shield, which is very valuable because the numbers are so friggin' high. I can use it, however, for a cool effect instead of just holding it in my hand if I feel like I can possibly push for more uh, pressure this turn. So I hope that the front triggers are a start, to what is like this obviously this means that every v front trigger is now just power crept out of premium for existence um but i really want to see what they'll do with the rest of the triggers and if they'll make effect triggers like a mainstay staple of uh, of the game i really hope they do because i really like that dynamic yeah well also now because there's uh less uh clans quote unquote uh yeah you know j- just the nations you're not incentivized to try and come up with a you know wackety schmackety effect for every clan for some sort of identity you have like you got five six uh <laughs> we don't count that one that one's not real no we we, we count it because root beer it's, uh it's, it's not it's not real it can't hurt me my therapist said it doesn't exist the, the sea was angry that day my friends anyway so <laughs> if if they're gonna do like re- release like effect things i think it's in their best interest to just do the same effect for everybody and just mm-hmm. leave it at that and I think yeah. that also incentivizes them to not go, hey, I really love Shadow Paladin. Can you make the Shadow Paladin one broken? <laughs> you know. Now, now uh, you're that, stuck. Yeah. Shadow like Paladin makes some... us a lot of money. Can you make them really broken? Can you make it broken? Can you just make Raven, but it's on a front trigger, please? Um, I will I will say I really I do like the fact that because we now have five na- six fine I'll acknowledge the sixth one we have six nations um, because we only have six little different colors to work with um, we could possibly like make unique effects for each nation but then you have this really interesting dynamic in premium because that is objective well not right now because haha loops but because that format could be so interesting if they give us all these triggers with all these these interesting effects that go into like five or six different other decks um like the, if, if they made a dragon empire one uh, sorry a keter one that was shove and soul and draw a card that is suddenly a consistency buff for five different six different decks in premium and if they made a red one that's the same thing it's the same idea there but if they made a red one that did say a very kagura like effect like i don't know Counterblast one, retire it, retire a back row rear guard. You've suddenly given some extra versatility to every red deck in premium. So if they make triggers with unique effects, you've got a very interesting dynamic going on there, and it's very interesting game design space that I really want them to play with. Well said. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have anything else that we want to say about uh, front triggers or? Uh, the uh, art for the Brantgate one is ugly. It's the, uh, it doesn't look enough like best deck. I do. We think any like so with the current buff to front trigger, so the five K shield. 
I think like this kind of gives some benefit for Zorga to play them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Zorga was already kind of like you know maybe maybe on there maybe not, um, but I still don't think like Bastion would play it. I see. I had a debate with my friend on on Bastion uh, fronts in Bastion because I personally think that the shield value in Bastion, like obviously the front effect is poo poo garbage. You don't care about it, but the shield value in Bastion is what matters the most because you are playing literally every, your entire deck is grade threes. You need the shield value. Um, so we got into this little, I want to say, scuffle uh, over what Bastion build was better. Do we play draws or fronts? And now we have – that he eventually convinced me draws were better, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I'm playing draws in Bastion currently, but I feel like this is enough to bring up the conversation again because, like, 20K mm. shield in Bastion seems pretty good if you ask me. We already got that in an order. There's no such thing as too many 20K shields. I just can't wait for somebody to check a front and then, like, not actually check the grade three. And be like, yeah. all right. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'm done. I'm, yeah. I'm, I scoop. That's why you play Lepisto. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, uh, I guess, rumblings that we're going to start seeing deck lists with like seven crit and then four front. Uh, I, depending on that. the nation, which is, yeah. I just want sissy seven crit five drawback as a new. <laughs> yeah. I, I think if, uh, we like depending on how good your advantage engine is, you can probably make that work. Uh, yep. If uh, if Magnolia gets some better, uh, you know, advantage engine, I I think I would do the front thing just because outside of Persona Ride, you can't really buff your front outside of the Mantis, and you're usually using it on your back row guys mm-hmm. for yeah. that Persona Ride turn. Um, so I, I feel like that would uh, be a good use of it. I already run uh, crits and fronts in Bruce because I just want to kill them. <laughs> Whack. Yeah. So uh, that's actually one thing I wanted to say as well with that is that I feel like set two needs to not only do this, but like if they're making extra fronts for every nation, they now need to make – not necessarily with effects, but they need to make extra uh, triggers for every nation in every single uh, art style, because first of all, twelve crit supremacy, fight me. Second of all, um, preaching to the I choir, think... man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, I feel I really feel like that. This is a cosmetic thing. People really like it when their trigger lineup like matches the aesthetic of what the deck, uh, deck they're playing. Like people really like that. Like if I'm playing uh, Night Rose. Um, the new Stoica triggers get get a, go away. You are ugly. You are not a cute vampire girl. Go away. You do not belong in my deck. I will be putting Rough Seas Banshee in. Thank you very much. Um, or in best deck, for example, I hate the fact that I have to play a Space Police Girl as a critical trigger when they're supposed to be best deck, which is Chaos, which is obviously the greatest thing ever created because it's Chaos. Um, I really want my trigger lineup, and this, again, is just a complete OCD thing, if we made it an extra trigger for every deck that they could play, like if now we have eight draws, now we have 16 criticals, like now we can, like, but that also means that the people who want their entire trigger lineup to look one certain way are also happy. So what they need to do is they need to double the amount of triggers in the game currently. They need to print two more critical triggers for each nation, one more draw for each nation, and maybe one more heal for each nation. I don't think that's necessary though, because we already have a heal for each aesthetic. And you don't need to run more than four, so that one's a bit iffy. But it really comes okay, down to just what run the a two-two do. split of heal triggers. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, th- that's gonna get done just with time, right? Right. 
So, I feel like set two should do it though, because like the faster we get to twelve crit supremacy, the better. Oh god, <laughs> I don't know. I I the... don't want twelve crit hexa orb. That would be nice. I'm down. I I I'll bet it would run... be too. I'll just run three heals with the over trigger. It's fine. Well, even if they did make all crits, I still think that like people would still play draws. Like an argument I've heard against doubling the amount of triggers is like, oh, now there's no reason to play draws. And I'm like, that's just wrong. They're ride deck fodder. They draw cards. They are discard fodder. Like they're still very good. Um, and yeah, I really feel like we could get away with just giving everybody more triggers because I really like the idea of making triggers not so cut and dry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess that leaves it to the audience person. Uh, <laughs> the audience person. I don't think I've called them that like that before. Anyway, uh, what do you I'm think going about? To, I'm going to be I'm going to be using audience person in my hello audience persons in my videos from now on. That Again, is now what they're referred to as. Take it and run. Uh, yeah, so, let's go. <laughs> so uh, yeah, what, how do you think over triggers should be fixed? Do you think they need to be fixed? And uh, what do you think about uh, fronts getting this new fangled 5k extra shield? Tell us what what you think on the twitters at Nexus at Night or on Instagram, leave us a review on your podcast app of choice. We're now do uh, doing it through Anchor instead of Buzzsprout. So I think it's on more apps now. Uh, not entirely Yay, sure. saving money. Saving hey, money. Hey, let's go. And speaking of money, patreon.com slash nexus at night. Uh, help, <laughs> help us pay for our equipment and cards and stuff and, like, gas and food and rent. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you, you get bonus content. <laughs> You get a whole ass bonus show every week, and you get uh, early video access plus a whole lot more. Uh, guys, where can they find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wiggins two G's two Z's. Find me at Plasma Eclipse. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Ty Sensei Samo. That's T Y S E N S E I S A M A. Uh, you can also find me on my YouTube, which they said they will be linking in the description below. So, yeah, awesome. You can find me there. The channel name is Team Galaxy Brain. I barely make content because the videos I make require godly amounts of editing. But I have some very exciting stuff coming up involving Overdress. So be subscribed, hit that bell, do all the fun things that influencers tell you to do at the end of their videos. Yeah, just don't use the phrase notification squad. That's like the most pun like punchable thing a YouTuber can do. Notification squad? Go fuck Notification squad! <laughs> ring the little bell so YouTube can actually do its fucking job. You, ring the little bell so that YouTube will tell you when I actually upload videos in, like, the every three-month cycle. They, mm -hmm. YouTube does not appreciate my once-every-cycle-of-the-moon upload schedule. Oh, no, not even that. That's, like, fiscal quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, could I don't be worse. Think about fiscal quarters anymore. Could be worse. You could be uh, an oversimplified fan. He uploads like once a year. Oh. Yeah. But uh, you can find me at Atlas Novak, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm also uh, producing a new podcast called Generation Dan. Uh, me, a Gen X, and a Gen Z stand up comedian uh, talk about stuff that uh, generations might see a little differently. And uh, that'll be coming out in a few weeks, so stay tuned for that. The pilot episode is on our Patreon, which, again, check it out. Uh, help us out. And uh, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. Uh, I'm Chad. <laughs> He's a Chad. And have a good I'm night, Chad. everybody. <laughs> <laughs>